Welcome to Music Matters Podcast with Daryl Craig Harris, talking about all things music with celebrities, artists, music business insiders, and more. Hey, thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I have Gideon King from Gideon King and City Blog. He's got a new single out, and he has a new EP coming out. Um, New York City guitar player, um, great collaborative effort on this project. Um, how you doing, Gideon? Couldn't be better. How you doing? Good. So we had our technical issues trying to get set up, and we got it done. And <laughs> I'm in I'm in Helsinki. You're in New York. So we got a I've got a, a an ocean away apart from us, but it's all good. So tell me about your project. It's, it's been going for uh, for a while. It's a great collaborative effort with a lot of great uh, New York City musicians, singers. And tell me how that came about. Yeah, so um, the project is called Splinters. Uh, it's six-tune EP um, with, uh, with one cover on it, actually, which we literally just released uh, the other day. Um, we've released, uh, I guess, um, th- well, I guess we've released three songs so far. We've released Splinters, the title cut, a tune called Turn Off the Sky, and just the other day we released uh, Somewhere Only We Know, which is, believe it or not, a cover of the old Keen song, which is a great song. Um, and so, you know, I uh, I suppose everybody says this when they release their their new music, um, and they say, well, you know, this is the best we've ever done, and this is the best uh, thing we've ever created. And um, I guess I'm going to be pretty unoriginal and say that I think this is the best we've ever done, and say, like, you know, um, it's a reflection of a lot of different musical sort of um, examples of DNA. It's a reflection of the the eclectic DNA of of the band: jazz musicians, soul musicians, R and B musicians, rock musicians, fusion people like me. Um, and so we're, we couldn't be more excited. Uh, it is. It has some pop. It's got some rock. It has some jazz. Um, but I don't know what I would call it. Sort of a fusion progressive pop album to be honest my favorite band of all time is steely dan so to the extent that uh, i had to analogize it to something and be really self-serving while doing it (laughs) that's what i would do i'd say it's a it's it's a little bit of a steely dan influence but we're super excited about it yeah yeah i checked out some of the cuts and um sounds awesome and how how did you originally come up with the idea of using different players and and that kind of collaborative thing so you know what the thing with me is is when i was younger i was i was really um sort of caught in the cross currents of so many different types of music my sisters were hippies and and my parents liked classical music and my brother was kind of to be honest like a like a like a prodigy jazz musician you know and (laughs) became quite well known as a jazz piano player. So I was sort of stuck at the nexus of, of all of these um, different musical um, styles. And so I discovered at a young age, some Wayne Shorter fusion and Steely Dan and all these bands that sort of told me it was okay to, to write music that had all of these different influences. Um, right. And, uh, and, you know, that, you know, that that sort of um, that led me to construct my early bands like Steely Dan, where I would write the music and the lyrics and and um, it's a diverse array, array of, of musicians to, to to help me execute it, including people like John Schofield and Mark Broussard and all just all kinds of people. And then right. as and then as time went on and 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 
frankly, just the logistical convenience of playing with roughly the same group of people most of the time became more and more obvious. Um, the band gelled into just a smaller group, although we will still have outside people come and be part of it. And so it's an eight piece band now. And, um, you know, we, we sort of get in, we sort of get in the studio and, and create together. I write most of the music, but frankly, not all of it. Our keyboards guy writes quite a bit of the, 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 uh, mm. sometimes writes the chord changes and so on. Yeah. Yeah. You got some great players and great, great singers too. And it's, it's, you can hear the diversity in the group, which I think is awesome. And then I mean, being in New York city, that's such a, an amazing place to put something like that together. Right. Cause there's so many great musicians. You know what it's like? It's it's like it's like playing pickup basketball. It's like if you go to Detroit, if you go to LA, you go to New York and you go to Chicago, you know you can find some good games. Mm-hmm. And 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 the same goes for creating music in New York. You, you just know there's some great musical athletes around. And so if you can write something halfway decent, you can usually find some really special people to help you execute it. And I do believe. Um, I guess at the risk of being like, you know, sh- shamelessly plugging the band. I really think we have one of the best bands around New York City. I truly believe that we have amazing, amazing players. Um, and so to write music and have them put it into action, it, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's exciting. And you get kind of giving birth to this this baby that you guys have all created. Who, who are some of the players in the band and some of the, the vocalists that you work with? <laughs> With um, with Alita Moses, who's touring with Jacob Collier, we've we've uh, we've worked with Mark Bouchard, uh, who's a well-known guy. Ashley Hess uh, is amazing. Sonny Step is an amazing singer. Caleb Hawley, who has quite a following. We work with Michael Mayo as a vocalist who toured with Herbie Hancock. Yeah, um, amazing. And he's just he's just a vocal beast for God's sakes. Um, our drummer has played with everybody from Aretha Franklin to, to I don't even know. He's played with so many people. Mm. And our other drummer, percussionist drummer, they sort of switch off. He's one of the hotter young jazz drummers in New York City, Christian McGee. Jeff Hanley has played with everyone, I think, from Sting to whatever. So these are really yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Great, great musicians. And the thing is, too, that um, – that uh sorry i don't know if you lost me for a second there i think the, the, thing, is that, the thing is too that they're really nice people mm. yeah that makes sense to difference right you can get so much done with, with guys that are like team players that's so important as a musician they're great and the thing is as i said to you know on, on another radio show recently like the thing the thing that's like really cool is you know there's a lot of great musicians and it's like anything you know there's a lot of great soccer players and there's a lot of great carpenters who can work on a team building a house but if you can find people that can take criticism and give criticism and do it with a smile on their face and laugh at themselves and laugh at you and if they can come up to me and say you know Gideon that that part of the song that you wrote is kind of a piece of shit um maybe we should maybe we should fix it and you know if you can get that environment going where it's just it's just a song right like right, we're just right, right. The song. It's not. It's not. We're not hearing. We're not. We're not solving the the dispute between the the Russians and and the Ukrainians. Like right. it's not as important as that. So like, um, it's not life or death. So if you can find people 
that can somehow figure out a way to get to that level of maturity where they, the ego can be secondary in the process of creating things. Man, you know, that's a gold mine. I, I would take someone who's a great, a good musician who can do that over someone who's a great musician who can't do that. Yeah, I, you know what? I found the same thing. I'll take the, the team player. I don't need the virtuoso who can't, you know, cooperate and share. And and uh, that's so important. What's what's your advice for young songwriters and musicians? Like, what's some of the, the most important lessons that you've learned, especially living in New York City? Oh, I mean, listen, I would say, you know, to get it done. Meaning, um, if you call yourself a songwriter, you need to have a lot of songs. And you need to write, produce, and publish a lot of songs. You can't constantly be saying, yeah, you know, I'm working on, on, a, on, a, on an EP. You can't be working on an EP for 7,000 years. Like, right. At some point, you got you to gotta let it fly, and you got you to gotta put it out there. And so, one, get it done. Whatever it takes, get some songs out there. And mm-hmm. one, you don't know what people – you know, when I've written songs where I think – this is awesome. People are going to love this. It's going to get on Spotify playlist and nobody gives a damn about the song and it gets, you know, 4,000 streams and nobody cares. And yeah. then I've written other songs where I'm like, I love this one, but I don't think anybody's going to love it. And that's the one that gets Spotify playlist. So one, get it done. Right. Two, two be open to, um, to real criticism about your live performance and your studio work. You know, when you put shows together, you put shows together. Sometimes you have friends come and they say, you're awesome. And they and then they write an Instagram. You're awesome. And I want to be you. And, and, um, and you know, um, uh, or whatever, some expression. But the truth is, it's like I have a few people that come to my shows that are friends and they're like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, well, I like this and that. And that this was cool. And they're like, well, here's what wasn't good. And I can tell you. And right. so you've got, you've got to be willing to take the pain of um of hearing the truth about what you're doing and it's really hard man it's act to be honest with you it's really painful so yeah. one get music two be open to criticism and three try and not let social media suck out of you your creative energy the truth is you can go to the studio and you can make a video of yourself playing 12 seconds of guitar or singing whatever and that can take up two and a half hours Right. Still editing it and so and so on and so forth. And it's like, but at the end of the day, we need to create a catalog of music that the think world wants, that people want to listen to. And no matter how cool you look or what you are, you, you got to get that done. And social media has a way of taking all that energy from you. And kind of dispersing your energy around like an unmade bed, um, so that so that you you never really ex- create expressions that are full and complete. And so, man, I play the social media game. I guess I post. I have yeah. an Instagram. So we kind of have to, right? <laughs> I do. It, I hate it, but I do it. Um, but man, don't don't let it own you and don't let it own your time and your creative energy. By the way, that's not easy. The other day I made a little like guitar thing and like, man, before I knew it, it was like 30 seconds of bullshit where I was just playing some blues guitar. And man, before I knew it, I looked at my watch. I was like, wait, like two hours have passed by, you know, and, and it's just so those are sort of some rough pieces of advice. I don't know yeah. if it worked out. 
No, no, no. That's you know what? That's good advice. And what's your thought? Um, independent artist versus trying to be on a label. Like, what, what do you think that where that where is that at these days? Do you think? You know, there's this tendency to demonize label. People say, well, if you sign with a label, they own you and they give you money and then they forget about you. Or they only care about your social media numbers. And if your first two tunes are not a hit, they drop you like a bad habit. All true. Um, But, you know, that's life. Life is hard. And so and so there's elements of distribution and elements of connect, you know, and of of creating connective threads to important parts of the music world that that labels can really be a big part of. I am an independent artist. I have not sought out representation from a label vigorously. Um, what I would say is, if you get a good label deal, it's cool to give it a shot. Make sure that there are really good sunset provisions. Make right. sure, make sure that you're not married to this thing. Right to your grave. Where they own you, right. Where they do what they do actually own you. <laughs> so the label advances you forty-one thousand dollars or fifty-eight or hundred and four or you know, has some creative control. Like like those are things you're gonna have to deal with, but make sure it's not a forever deal. Um and make sure that the tail on it, let me let me sort of say it more in the practical real world, make sure the tail on it is not too long. And 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 because anybody can live with something for for a period of time um and you can live with it psychically knowing it'll be over in some reasonable period of time if you if you hate it um but but if it's forever and you hate it that's that's a real problem yeah that's a burden <laughs> for sure um yeah that's, and that's you know what and that's true and then also now we have so many great ways of self-promoting through you know the different outlets and social media and they have spotify the Spotify thing is still controversial, of course, because we're not getting paid. That's a challenge, but <laughs> hopefully we can find a path out of that. That's a complex discussion. Yeah, it is, for sure. Um, so what, what's, the, what's the actual release date for the EP? Well, you know, it's funny, release date. I mean, like, we're just releasing a, each song every few months. Um, okay. I don't know. Yes, there's a technical release date of mid-September, but, like, you know, we just released a song. We're going to release another one in a month and a half. And then yeah. we'll release. I don't know. It's called Splinters. It's on Spotify. So, um, you know, man, I hope people like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that, that seems to be a world of singles these days. Right. That's kind of more important. Yeah. It's kind of sad. You know, gone are the days of like the full expression of a of a full album like Californication or or, you know, like um, Joshua Tree. It's like the whole idea of putting out an entire album with a thematic, a thematic, um, cohesive, right. It seems to be gone. And so if it's gone, I don't want to try and raise the dead. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, sometimes it's better to, if you have quality songs, it's better to have the focus on the song. Right. I mean, listen, to some extent, man, it's just math. You know, it's like if you release one song at a time, each specific song is like a shot on goal to get playlists. Whereas if I dump a whole bunch of songs in your lap and your first impression is not that positive, you might just dismiss the whole thing, you know? That's true. Yeah. And then you kind of burn a bunch of songs and then it's hard to, it's hard to, hard to go back and fix that, right? So hard. So like, I think that, the paradigm of releasing singles one by one um, has become the paradigm because of that to some extent. Mm, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, tell people how they can find you on social. And if you, you guys have a website? 
Yeah, we have a website, Gideon King and City Blog. If you go to Spotify, there's Gideon King City Blog. Sorry, no. If you go to Instagram, there's Gideon King City Blog. And, you know, I'm there with my eight or 9,000 likes and not as many <laughs> likes. Not as many likes as Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift. I can uh, I can assure you of that. Yeah, well, there aren't, there aren't too many people that have as many as I do. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? God bless them. If they, if they can go out and make it happen, good, good for them, right? Taylor Swift is like, she's like a country now. She's not even a person. She's like a she's like one, one person economy. <laughs> exactly. That's, yeah, that's amazing. Well, hey, Matt, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I, you know, we made, we made this work. We're, like I said, we're across an ocean, but uh, we get it done. And I'm looking forward to hearing more of your songs. I, I liked what I checked out. And uh, you, you're working with a really good team, a good marketing and promo team, um, who's a good, it's a good friend of mine, and, and uh, he's doing good work for you. So uh, thanks so much for taking the time. I really very much appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate your interest, and thanks for listening to the music. And uh, I guess good luck, man. Yeah, thank you. So everybody, please check out Gideon King and City Blog. Check them out on social. Check out Spotify. And the tunes are great, and I think you'll really dig it. Thank you so much, Gideon. Take it easy. Awesome. Peace. Have a good day. Bye. Thanks for joining us, and please consider subscribing to our podcast and follow us on our social media pages for guest announcements.